Welcome to Obscurity, podcast to make you think. Before we got on the mic today, Midge and myself were discussing all the new listeners that we have. We want to thank everybody for listening in. Whether you're your brand new first episode or you've been with us for the journey of, of uh, a topic that kind of goes on and on and on and we're bouncing all over, um, I think we're nine in. Pretty sure, yeah. I mean, I held up nine, but it could have been like eight. I yeah. don't remember exactly. I, I think it's nine. I think this so. is our 10th episode. I do believe so. And uh, what I want to talk about today is a little off topic. Why um, is it off topic? Because, so I like to continue on with these conversations that we have from episode to episode, try to add them together. However, I want to, something big happened in the United States a couple couple weeks ago now, and that was... The vote. This is 10. Right? This yeah. is 10? Yeah. This yeah. is 10. Perfect. So I'm, I'm missing one. Wow. So, well, awesome. Congratulate. <laughs> That's a milestone. Are you congratulating us? I am congratulating uh, us. I, I'll pat myself on the uh, back. Absolutely. We made it 10. This is great. That was our goal. Our, our numbers continue to grow. Yeah, thank you so, all. Uh, uh, like week to week. It's amazing. So last week was the vote. Big Midterms. Vote. Big Big midterms. Democracy was on the line. I don't want to get political on this, but what are, one thing that I do want to to take into consideration is just journalism in general. It made me think about journalism mm -hmm. because we already know we have the two big medias, right? You got CNN on the on what we'll classify as the left side, and you have Fox on the right side. Not not. I want to make this clear. Right is a direction. Right is not a right or wrong direction. I took it as they are the correct side to be part of. So I I don't want to get political, but I do want to talk about journalism mm -hmm. because a lot of journalism, in my my viewpoint, we have to do our own independent journalism. We get stories from all kinds of sources, be it TV still is a thing. Newspapers are still a thing. TV still a thing. Yeah. Like- Cable? Like- Nightly news channels, right? They're, oh, you mean those terrible things for humor? Yeah. yeah, that, are, yeah. That, that all the humor just got awful. And is all they cover is negative stuff in regards to there was another shooting on Broadway, you know, such and such, or two people died from random gunfire. Is it correlation with the shooting? Like, are we going to make anything else or you're just going to say what happened as far as the shots and then – the opinions are then added, right? Why it's terrible that this occurred. I would I would raise you one and say the opinions aren't just added. They are in the story from the get-go. They're part of the there, story. There's yeah. no – no the facts. You have to find the facts. I'm air quoting over here and, and saying it in a different tone so you get it. Facts in mm -hmm. the opinion piece. Right. And it, journalism is a thing where uh, some time at the local library uh, – you are able to pull up articles from like the thirties, how they were written and just the, all the facts and how they're written. They're a very open ended on an opinion, almost for the reader to form their own opinion, as opposed to here's my opinion, kind of like this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. This podcast is here's my opinion. What's yours? Oh, I didn't know we cared about other people's opinions. Uh, I mean, to an extent, I do. Like I said, them numbers are still uh, going up. It's true. It's true. I just, it, 
So when you, you point back to the past, everyone likes to point to the past as it was, it's better. Like, look how they used to do it. Uh, a problem I have with that is that you know what propaganda is. Absolutely. It, it's been here before the printing press, like before printing presses were a thing, mm-hmm. they, they would they would go out and spread information to try to boost morale troops or demoralize troops. Mm-hmm. They just had people do it. They would town crier. That's what a town crier was, was basically journalism. This is the news of the day. Anytime you write anything or say anything, you're trying to spin it in a way that helps and benefits you. Uh, always. You're not going to put a, a, a piece out there that is literally saying that you're a terrible person. It, even Jeffrey Dahmer is not going to stand on a rock and be like, I'm a terrible person. He's not going to lead with that. No one's going to tell you that they're a bad person and what they think is wrong. They're, always, they're only going to spew the information they think is correct and reflects what they think. I say spew because that's, you know, mouth moving. Right. No, I, but I'm, I'm tracking I, that. I don't – the thing about being in the past is what I – mean, what, what, just changed everything is the internet because now it, little hit towns like the one we came from can yeah. have an opinion and then people in New York can read it. So, Whereas before it used to be that the city's opinions went out to the small towns, the small towns opinions would never true. get very into true. the big cities. And one I, thing, one thing on that, and, mm-hmm. and you kind of hit it right on, on what, where I was wanting to go. I'm a big anti social media guy, right? I don't have, the uh, firebomb that's Twitter going on right now. It's amazing. It, it is It is completely, at least outside looking in, it looks like a dumpster fire. They're portraying it that way on purpose. Yeah, and it's working. It's journalism. It's, it is working to its core. Now, with that, though, Twitter opened up a lot of gateways with that because, yeah, you would get articles. You'd get, oh, you know, so-and-so started this fight. What were they fighting about? You know, that's failed to be mentioned anywhere. For example, I want to bring up one of the topics that Beeve ended up uh, submitting to us for our, our other uh, MB Machine podcast. Which will be covered last episode. That if Yeah, because this comes out in a week. Yeah, the, it's the, the previous yeah, episode. Yep, previous so episode of MB Machine. One of the articles that he ended up bringing up was something about Kalamazoo legalizing the, uh, urina- the public urination, right? Uh-huh. So- what that article failed to state throughout the entire thing was why they chose to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, and and if you, you dig a little bit further and you find out why they chose to do it, it almost makes sense. Like, I can understand it. They're, they, the, um, what is it? City commissioner? City, city. City council. City council. There you go. So the city council has enough understanding that they know that obviously they're a college town. Mm-hmm. And at the time, public urination was charged as a misdemeanor. A, a misdemeanor, and that's on, on your record, people's records. So when they graduate college, let's face it, college isn't all about education and learning, right? It's about quote unquote experimenting and enjoying your youth, doing gays. I. <laughs> I'm not saying I meant gay things. I just let the things off. I'm not saying that that's what it's about, but a lot of people go out and party. A lot of people do experiment. Right. So especially people from little hick towns like this go to larger universities and get absolutely wasted on a daily basis because that's something different. Mm-hmm. You know, you you go Bible thumping community to open open liberalism and then all of a sudden, hey, these are new things. I'm going to try it out. So fine and dandy go about doing it. But Kalamazoo County uh, Commission, 
commissioner. What'd you say it was? Council. Council. Man, I city council. I cannot remember this. So the city council decided that they're a college town and they want to decriminalize that from a misdemeanor. Makes sense. And now these people who are graduating college are now viable to go and work these other places. They don't see, oh, hey, you have uh, two misdemeanors, not only for urination, but also littering. Why are these two misdemeanors on your your record? So now that is the reason why it's legalized, I guess, in a, in a way, or it's, decriminalized. It's civil infraction. Yeah. You still get fined. Yes, they still do. So it's decriminalized yes. to an extent. The other side of it, think of what that means for their statistics of graduation, gradu- people who graduate from that college. How many people then become employed? No longer are civil infractions, misdemeanors on their record to avoid being employed. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it boosts them numbers for that, that college to then sign up to join that college. More money then comes to the community. And then statistically speaking, more mon- or more people get jobs from their education. The problem that most people have with it is a lot of the shops there now have a homeless issue and they're pooping and peeing in front of their businesses. Right. Just everywhere. Right. And that's – that is – so when you say a lot and I'm reading from the article. That's what the article said was a lot. There was two. Hmm? They, they mentioned two. Two so, different places where they said that they have to constantly clean up poop. Right. Which to me means a lot. Uh, and that's the thing is it all depends on the aspect that you look. I mean, you look downtown Kalamazoo. I, I don't – I can't even put a number on how many businesses are probably down there. Small shops, good – Quite a know. few. And I know that they had a town of homeless. Yeah. Like they had a like, – it was basically happens. like Brazil. Like the all the, the, the poor peoples, they were all down there. But there's a reason why. And I think that leads to a lot further down than just journalism, right? Mm-hmm. That, that leads to more societal issues. Well, that was crappy journalism. Yeah, 100%. I, I'm in agreement with this, <laughs> and he's not here to defend it, and I apologize for his absence again, but yeah, – We don't apologize for his absence. He ain't part of this. Steve, you ain't part of this. This is, this is the, the no, R and Mid show. He brought up he – br- he brings up something that actually leads right into what we were discussing, mm-hmm. so that's why I wanted to use it for an example. And to top that off, last week – I believe it was last week was the 8th, right? was November 8th, the yeah. big election day. All the journalism that occurred there, there was a lot of journalism, z- almost zero facts. Oh, yeah. It's just feelings. Amongst the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, the whole time. Uh, well, one of my favorite things was <laughs> most right-leaning media was like, red wave, red wave. Yeah. And that was hysterical. Yeah. Uh, and then if you get on Twitter, which isn't doesn't have very good journalists in the first place, you also see that most everyone blames the third party for losing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and well, that's it, typical of what happens every election. And then one of the phrases you said as soon as we started was hysterical to me. It was, this is the most important – that this election is the most important election in our lifetime. Is that not and what it, they it's beat going down? to defend democracy. They, they beat that into everything. Both sides of the mm-hmm. – both sides of the aisle. I'm, I'm saying, again, political side of it. Yeah. That's what they tried stating. Mm-hmm. Your democracy's at stake. The whole point of voting is a damn democracy. Like, that's just, that doesn't make any sense from either side of it. 
Left side, right side just didn't make sense. Well, it's because democracy is just the majority subjugates the minority. That's what democracy is. That's a breakdown. So when, when mean, they say that democracy is on the line, yeah, your democracy, your yeah. rules on the line, not the other sides. Right. It's who who do you want to tell you what to do? You want us to tell you what to do? You want them to tell you what to do? Because if you want us to, well, that's on the line. Uh, and it's, it's always on the line because it's literally it's literally the majority subjugates the minority. And if it's all Republican, House, Senate, and President, stuff's just going to go through. They're going to shove everything they can. Just like if it's all all Democrats, they're just going to shove everything through as much as they can. Right. Because it's now you're following our rules. Mm-hmm. It's not we, – we don't have to be a team anymore. <laughs> We're just going to do what we want. So that's – yeah. It's all, that's all democracy is. It's just – you're going to follow our rules now because we own you. We're, we're, we have more people. 51%. That's all it takes. Right. So if you want to break it down, which uh, Beef loves to do, 10 people. Six people vote to have sex with children. Four people don't. Now, it's now okay. That's democracy. It Basically, it's the majority rules the minority. That's always been that way. Yeah. That, I mean, that's democracy. It was just the, the journalism behind it is what mm-hmm. I was discussing. Yeah. And the this ideology that um, digging into stories is is seldomly done. They just a lot of them just take the news article from that news station and repost it. They don't even do their own investigation into it anymore. I've noticed that as well. Like you can go from New York Times to um, Washington Post, Washington Journal, whatever it is, and then to uh, what was the other one? Reuters? Are you? R-E-U-T-E-R-S? Right. Yeah. Reuters, readers. I, I don't know how to say it. It's some fancy college thing that, that I'm. it's above me. But yeah, they, they will literally just take articles from each other instead of doing their own research into it and just reprint them. Yeah. So then it's only, it's not just, it's not like there's multiple news sources. It's they're getting all their sort news from one source and they're just spewing it out. Mm-hmm. They don't check it. Well. Excuse me. And then it's also what is, you know, what is checked. And to be fair- they're all businesses. Yes. All of them are businesses. And, and the idea is is to get more people to attend your business. Yep. Whether it be I'm going to push ads to them, whether it be for a subscription-based service, however it is, to get more revenue from these readers. So the best thing that they can do is make a headline. And that's well, – there was a headline I read from Fox News that was so misleading. It wasn't even funny. It was what was it? It just was named two of them. Uh, I mean, I think it was two people killed in the attorney general or something. Like it made made it sound like two people of the government were murdered. Yeah, and it was it wasn't that two people were murdered. It was that there was two people killed, and the attorney general had to decide what to do. And it made it sound like two two. I can't remember exactly. I wish I could. It made it sound like two people of the government were murdered, and I was like, "That's a big deal, right?" Like that doesn't happen. And I clicked on it; It had nothing to do with the title. It everything is literally titled to get you to click it. It does not matter mm-hmm. what it is that they don't. Honestly, title anything. Uh, uh, that's not. Eh, I'll give them. I'll give them eh for like fact checking um, candidates. I'll give them eh for that because they usually say <laughs> we're going to fact check them. Now, depending on what side you are, is whether they're facts or they're right. not. Right, like, numbers it, can be skewed yeah. or just changed entirely. I, I love it when they're like, "This is only partially true. We didn't spend eighty-five billion dollars. It was only eighty-four billion. Right. Yeah. Sorry, or, guy. Or it was, you know, 80, 84 billion nine or something yeah, like yeah. that. And it's like, this is misleading. Right. Not as bad as what you think. I feel like you could spend your time doing something else. Right. And then, uh, uh, so no matter, I, I believe that no matter when you write an article, you're going to find facts that support your side, whether it's now or back in the day. You, you, and if you're a good journalist, if you find something that goes against what you think, 
you're going to still report on that as well. You it, should. It's it's like a, a hypothesis in science. Absolutely. You, you say X equals Y and someone goes, well, I'm going to check that. It better X be X equals Y. And if you get X equals Y and another person does and another person does, then you, everyone goes, okay, this is correct. And it doesn't happen as much anymore. Now it's, it's, it's just, we're going to say this is misinformation. Right. And then, oh, well, we're going to say it's misinformation. So you literally have nothing. There's no fact checking going on. And that's where I want to get back to that Twitter thing. When Twitter became popular, um, it it brought a whole different aspect to the whole journalism because you would get stories from out west, out out in California, how liberal they are and how they're doing ridiculous things. For example, this whole cat litter thing in the the grade school that you know Have that you was, but that was that was a headline. A a made to grab attention headline, not a dug into um, journalistic journalistic topic. But what does happen is, for example, take the the whole civil unrest that occurred during our last administration, right? <laughs> take take any of it. What. What happened was Twitter ended up kind of turning a lot of them headlines upside down because, yeah, you got some of the story from the headlines, but Twitter would be able to post up videos from random people, Joe next door, who has no idea what they're doing, except that's not right. Or, hey, people need to see what's happening Mm -hmm. here. Post a video up and that spread fast. Now, the bad thing is, like everything in human nature negativity tends to move faster than positivity. Mm. That's just how it works. People, oh my God, this, and then they shove it right onto somebody else. Or if people go, oh, that's cool. Do not share it. They just, oh, that's cool to me. And I'm going to keep it to myself. And then they, they don't share it. But Twitter in its own way become this, became this journalistic aspect that was just so revolutionary, I guess. Is the way to put it because all of a sudden, like you mentioned, your small town news became national news quick. Mm-hmm. It's just like, um, it, so let me think here. If you get on Twitter, you can find people that have been defamed and uh, defamated by other people. Now, that's everyone claims this whenever someone writes an opinion piece that's oh, negative yeah. about them. They're always like, you defamation case, like immediately. That's the first thing they say is, I'm sure. going to sue you for defamation. It's the American way. Yeah, it's it's and most of the time it's not true defamation. It's just their opinion. Mm-hmm. I I don't remember. I looked at I, I looked it up. The actual definition of defamation. I can't remember what it was. But the gist of it is basically, you have to really go out of your way and say this person is like you have to really attack somebody in order for it to be def- defamation. You can I can say the most disgusting things about you possible, but in, unless it's what was it if. It basically had to be something that's concrete, not just my opinion that I attacked, that there's no dispute on it. I can't remember. Something like that. Something along those regards. But you can actually find journalists who journal journalists who will post on other journalists' journals journalists <laughs> tweets and have an opposing article. So they, they do try to to get both sides of a story and people do call out other journalists that don't have integrity on Twitter. But that's what should happen. Yes. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying that's a great thing. Um what I, I also don't don't like though is that it's what people don't seem to understand is it's still a private business. They're going to skew it so that the majority of their audience sees what they want to see. So unless you're trying to actually look, you're not going to see it still. 
journalism only works on the people that want to find it. Like all people that want to have their opinions changed is the people that will work for journalism. Otherwise, you're just going to find the same thing that affirms your side. Well, Very few people go out and go, I want to see what the opposing side says and I want them to change my mind. Most people go, that doesn't approve. That doesn't uh, confirm my views. That doesn't confirm my views. Oh, this third one here, it that sure confirms does. my I'm views. I'm going to share it with yeah. everybody. And it says, oh, look at that. All lesbians are bad people. Totally, yep, go preach it. Right. And unfortunately, that's what I mean by negativity is shared and spreads faster than positivity. Well, think about it. When what what's the last thing you told somebody else about a good thing that's happened to someone else in your life? Not 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 family related. When's the last time you told a friend, "Hey, this cool thing happened with my brother or my sister?" I try to share when something cool happens. I I do. So now the pressure's on me cuz nothing cool has happened in a while. Got it. Well, I mean, now you understand. And I got to rob a bank. Well, I don't know if I'd sign that up. Getting under rich cool. isn't cool. I mean, the robbing part. Eh, minor, depends on it depends on which journal is going to cover you. Journalism minor details. Cover you. Okay, it's literally I'm trying to live the American dream and better my life. Right. So that that is another thing that actually came up over this last week is the American dream and how the 1990s and into early 2000 was reality TV, and now today's American dream. You know, the 50s was owning a home. And then you go through the 60s and 70s and it's free and free love. Free, yeah. All this. And then you go it into must the have been 90s. a wonderful time to be alive, dude. 90s. The American dream was uh, reality TV, late 90s, early 2000. And then, you know, tech business falls in there. And now today it's just, I want to sue somebody. That's, that's essentially it. It's the fastest way to make money without doing anything. <laughs> You still have to have a reason to get to <laughs> sue somebody. That is, I I like, agree. I, I don't and know about you. Defamation but, is on that. But defamation. I, I, I really like my genitals. Okay. What? Like I really like them. I'm not going to spill hot coffee on my privates and just to sue somebody. So I was talking with an individual <laughs> about this, and they actually did this a case study on that, mm-hmm. and apparently the coffee pot was turned up too high. Yes. Now, with that. How does somebody find that out? So the thing is, though, is that now they just say caution hot on everything. That's all that did. Yeah. Anytime you read a warning label at this point. Which should have been kind of common knowledge that it's hot. And you can say, oh, it's too hot. But if you watch the coffee I drink personally, it's literally got done being made and I'm swallowing this coffee. Even from a regular coffee maker, that's pretty darn hot. It's golden in my mouth, but I'm still drinking it. And the point is, is that coffee maker was then turned up. That is, is apparently what's what the whole thing is. I'm not saying it's wrong that she sued him. That's fine. That you, you did all legal. The law was on your side. That's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. If the law's on your side, go for it. I don't care. Make better laws. I. That's as simple as that. If that you that, don't like the law, you don't like how it's applied. Make a better one. And the sad part is, is that's how we continue down the whole thing. Oh yeah, is, I can't wait until they tell me what, what to wear and more laws and more laws. It's just why do we need these laws? It. To a certain aspect. You wouldn't need them so, if everyone was the same. That's true. I, if people were just more like me. Like, yeah. If everyone was like me, this world would be a better place. Smaller. Place. <laughs> <laughs> well, after everyone's like me, there's going to be no longer tall or short. It's going to be the perfect size. Right. This is true. This is true. Regular yeah. chair is a giant. Yeah. Like in journalis- journalistic integrity. Got it. So another thing that was interesting to me is the... Back to the the. Real I want to ask topic. you a question, R. What do you consider a good journalist? I want to know your opinion on it. I want. I like. There's two people that write for the Guardian. 
Mm-hmm. And I really like the way that they write because they find both both sides of the argument. And they don't really put their opinion in. They explain a lot of facts and they offer that contradictive thought. So if, you know, subject A is doing this aspect because of this and subject or this action is done to subject A because of this reason, where lies the middle ground? And I like how they they write their articles to then make me think which side is right, which side is wrong, where do my morals and the whole story lie, and how do I go and find that? Uh, that's, that's Do you know the names of them? I do if I see their picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's that's how I like uh, that's how I like the journalistic. Um, that's how you like your journal journalists to write. Yes, and what actually led me to the Guardian was the whole Edward Snowden um, fiasco that occurred. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, the releasing of the documents and the reason why and. Um, how he got through and all this good stuff that that's what led me to the guardian. And I, re- I really like how they, they approach that um, aspect. I don't care too much for single sided viewpoints. Um, uh, let's take, for instance, the whole baking of the cake. Yeah. The, the baking of the cake and refusing the, the gay people or whatever. There's two sides to that. Mm-hmm. Hands down. There's two sides to that. And no matter what article you pulled up, it was all one-sided articles, whether it was for or against, mm-hmm. it was all one-sided. So I want to replicate that question back to you. What do you prefer? None. None at all? None. You just rather- Every time I read an article, all I see is opinion pieces, and usually it's them trying to sway me. And it's not hard to find, but every single one of them, because I've, I've also read The Guardian. I read their articles, and I still see them trying to sway me. They, the, and every They're, time I read, I go to multiple sources. I go to CNN, I go to Fox, and I go to The Guardian, I go to Daily Wire, I go to freaking um, – I even go to Blaze. Like mm-hmm. I go to uh, garbage ones. Like I go to um, uh, Now This and then uh, what's the other one? Vox. It, like like these, these are like opinion, opinion piece articles. Yeah. And I try to find just – the facts about it, but you can't because they say this is a fact. And then it turns out, wait, they're, they're saying the exact opposite. So it's just how people view it. I, I don't like journalists. Not one of them. The See, old, the, I like scientific journals, ones where they literally say, this is what I did to find this. That's not I true. I don't like. That's not true. Why? I send that shit to you and you look at it and you go, I, I, I didn't read it. It was too dry. Some of it, yes. But I, I prefer I prefer ones that talk about space or things that can't be proven. And they, they go, this is what I think. This is my theory. I like those ones because they acknowledge that what they think could be challenged and doesn't necessarily mean this is the way it was. They have evidence that backs it up. They say, this is why I think this. Then you get to decide where do you land. It's not this is the way it is. And a lot of articles are written, this is the way it is. That's true. Like January 6th, this is the way it is. It doesn't matter right or left. This is the way it is. Right. And it's like, well, Correct. technically, Correct. people still died. People shouldn't have went in there. It's still illegal to push your way into there, like when you're being told not to. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, was it an insurrection? Well, if it was, it was a terrible one. Right. Like, and that, that's where I, I, I just hate all news. I read it for fun. I read it for the comment sections to watch people <sighs> spew their nonsense. And that's what's creepy to me and is the comment section on a news board 
shows you society. Yes. And then that's another thing that I also enjoy doing where I like to get my news is from people's comments. And just, to, just I, sometimes when you read the article, I just click on one that has a, a, a telling headline and I go down and read it. And I'm like, oh, this is what people think. Then I actually read the article and it turns out that they just latch onto the, the, the headline of it and didn't even read the article. Yep. They're literally saying, well, why did they do this? Well, if you read the article, it literally says right here and it answers your exact damn question. Right. No, I I do agree that journalism and, is a difficult profession. Yeah, and I I despise all news news on on TV. I hate all of it. That is the worst place to get your news. One hundred percent. CNN, MSNBC, uh, Fox, Fox. Uh, any of those are, are every yeah every single one of those are pitched at you to make you hate the other team mm-hmm. every single time. Expect and then I hate late night comedians. They're literally making fun of the, the easiest thing to make fun of, which is politicians. It is the easiest, <laughs> it's lowest, like, like you think we're low, like, you know, we pick on low people. Well, no, no. Unless you're picking on politicians straight and that's the only place you get your material, that's pretty low. That's like the lowest mm-hmm. low. You might just go lay with a pig. And that's exactly what they all do. Yeah. And it's just, it's trash. And what's funny is they pitch, they know their audience so well, they pitch it at their side only and they think it's hilarious on both sides. They think, mm-hmm. and I, I hate listening to it and people going, that is exactly right. Have you, <laughs> the other day I was making statements and I can't remember what it was, but I just know that it was being very, I was actually being intentionally vague and saying them like, this is fact. This is how it is. Okay. And this guy was going, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I had no substance to what I said. None. People don't care. And it because was- Because your, your opinion matched theirs. Yes. And that's how journalism is, is you read it. And if it matches yours, you're like this, I'll take this in. Very few people read it and then challenge themselves and go, maybe. Well, the other side of it is when you do find an article that has great journalism, somebody digging into a story, nine times out of 10 people read that and go, that's not that's not real. That's fake. That's mm-hmm. wrong. There's got to be another side. Well, my opinion to this is- your opinion doesn't matter when there's facts on the table. And I think a lot of the journalism aspect, though, it, it is clouded with business. Like To get people to subscribe, to tune in, to sell you advertisements, it is clouded by that. The other side is a lot of political-leaning um, aspect of it, of identifying, oh, it's fake news. If I don't like it, it's fake. It doesn't matter, you know, if... It could be the as true as saying there's a stop sign at this intersection placed yesterday and, oh, it's fake. It, that's been in works for years. Okay, cool. But the fact that it was placed yesterday is still a fact. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about politics. So anyways. I'm, I'm trying not to. It, does, it, it, it brings the, up a great point, though. But the idea is, is that's the argument. Like any article, mm-hmm. political, in my viewpoint – Politics is supposed to be there for a debate. What is right? What is wrong? How do we come together to find a solution, right? That is the idea for me to behind politics. But to just say, I don't like your your thought, it's fake, you're wrong, and then go on a tangent about anatomy is just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, that's what I, we talked about this a few episodes ago on Emmy Machine Podcast. It's uh, the slogans win elections. That's the, true. A, a quip, a one liner wins but, people's minds and hearts. And even that, if it's just as simple as saying, I have a bigger member than you have. And at journalism, it's the same aspect. The quick one line, whatever grabs your attention. So people click it to read it. And that's, that's what 
elevates their status in in journalism. Mm -hmm. Oh, they get a bigger contract. So write more uh, pieces. Now with that, I I do want to specify that there's op-eds. They they are opinions. Op-eds are opinions. I don't mind reading them. I'm okay. Even if I disagree with their opinion, Mm -hmm. I still enjoy reading them. Um, whether, and I also now with the internet, I do enjoy watching them to some aspect. Um, but there's a difference between an op-ed and journalism. One of the people that I like to watch on the internet, who is a kind of a journalist, Stephen Chowder, Crowder, I think it's Chowder. Uh, I'm not a Crowder. I enjoy his change my mind segments when he has somebody who sits down, who actually wants to talk. The ones that just attack are, are pointless. The other thing I can say is I also I, – I, one of the critiques I have of it is he he does come with his facts. Like he comes with, with statistics there to prove his point if they want it. So he's always coming in and arguing with people that aren't, are, are ready for it, aren't ready for it. And then when people do sit down, they usually try to come from a place of feelings. And he says, this is what I have. He doesn't care about feelings. Right. I do enjoy his change my mind segment for the most part. But that's because it's – in my opinion, he 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 does his research and he has things to back up what he's saying. Well, you could like, have this the same aspect of um, oh, what's that uh, Daily Wire? What's what's his name? Ben Shapiro. Yeah. So his argument, he comes with facts. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I'm not going to say that I'm a fan of him yeah. by any means, but he comes with facts. However, he fails to listen to anybody oh, on yeah. the other side. He puts up this block that. He expects you to buy into what I'm saying, but I'm not going to hear anything that you are because I'm just going to talk faster. I'm going to talk more and I'm going to talk quicker than your brain can comprehend what you're saying. Yes. And that's why I kind of like to change my mind because there's bits where they do have exchanges of talking back and forth. Now, you're not going to ever change his mind. That's just a joke. Yeah. Like he's set in his ways, but it's still interesting when you have somebody sits down who they both do talk about it. And you can, I don't even care if they change their mind or not. It's just interesting to hear their opinions when they're both civil. And that's what I like about him more than I do Shapiro is that he, he stays civil for as long as he can until they start making, making comments at him. So uh, uh, Crowder, Chowder, however you say his name. So there's a YouTube, um, ID square, I think I, I, ID two square or something mm-hmm. like that. And that's essentially what it is. It's a de- debate form. You have your pros, your fours, and your against, and it covers absolutely everything mm-hmm. from political standpoints to just education. Blue is better than red. They have every absolutely everything. They cover it, and I I actually was turned on to that in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mindset was, I I believe the mindset was to make people believe that education is better. And that was the debate that we had. We were tasked to watch and write a um, large paper on it and all this good stuff. And to a certain aspect, both sides were correct. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there are respectable jobs that you don't need a large education for. There are some people who don't know what they want to do. And that education ends up driving them down a path to find what they want to do. So there, you know, there's... There's both sides of it. It doesn't hurt to be more, quote, unwell-rounded about a certain topic. It doesn't also hurt ever to hurt to be more driven on one certain topic. There's pros and cons. So this ID212, you have your panel. 
the, or 212. Where'd, the, where'd 12 come in? Uh, the ID2, ID square, whatever it I is. I like ID212. Right. I don't even know what this YouTube is. It's, it's the <laughs> boiling point of water. Right. So <laughs> um, you have your two panels and you have your pros and your cons. And at the end of it, they eventually come. It's, it's amazing because absolutely everything that I've watched so far, they come to a middle ground. And they can agree on certain aspects of it. And that's just not what you see with these, um, that, that chowder he's, Mm -hmm. he is, uh, what, what I want to say he was on Fox when he's on Fox, you already know what, what you're getting from Fox there. You're getting the right at right wing aspect. You know, Mm -hmm. that's like getting Anderson Cooper's opinion about something. You already know where that's coming. That's coming from the left side. No, Both those people are definitely right leaning individuals, Shapiro and chowder. Yeah. 100%. It's just. When they do have good people on there where they actually talk and not just insult each other, it's interesting. It's always in more interesting. Um, Shapiro was okay when I was uh, – four years ago, I enjoyed watching him. But then it was like, yeah, but I don't agree with anything you're saying. It's fun to watch him beat people down. Don't get me wrong. It's very entertaining. He is a master debater. Oh, yes. Yes. It's very entertaining how he can take control of anything and basically yes. make your opinion invalid because he is good at arguing. He is good at arguing. But it's society argues for that I don't agree with. He's not good at patience. Mm-mm. No. It's, he's very good at what he does. He can convince the masses that he's intelligent, but it's only because he is up there against people that he knows he is smarter than. Mm-hmm. And he's got all the facts for the one side that he's speaking yeah, well, about. Well, of course. We already talked about that. You're only going to have facts to support your side, even in journalism. That's true. Like, what makes a good journalist? Well, we, we'll never see any in our time. I, I don't know. I, I think I think we already have, to be honest with you. Hmm. Like people who actually dug into the Edward Snowden stuff to find both sides. Do you know their name? Do you know yeah, what I a can, news article they write for? I'm just curious. They, they wrote for The Guardian. Okay. The the gentleman wrote for The Guardian. Um, they actually came out with a, a video on it too. I'm trying to pull this up and I'm not going to be able to find it in time. I know that because I can't spell and talk at the same time. Well, we're also so. at the end of our episode too. Um, so it'd be great if you could, but we, yeah, we gotta wrap it up. The they did a uh, Citizen Twelve on Amazon. Watch that. Give that a a watch sometime. Mm-hmm. It was a documentary where they actually followed him around. Okay, so why he was going through that whole stuff. Um, I'm not saying what he did was wrong. I'm not saying what he did was right. Uh, form your own opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the facts that they they brought to the table were were really intriguing to me. Um, so. I, I do believe that we will end up seeing positive journalism, um, positive meaning good journalism, not somebody who's just grabbing a headline and running with it, not a bunch of copy and pastes eventually. Well, if we get rid of all competition, then only good, journalism, journal, only good journalism would remain if we got rid of all the other news. Just like this podcast. Yeah. If like, you just listen to us, it's take, perfect. Take, take our opinion. And use it because it's <laughs> the right one. At the end of the day, it's up to you to find the articles, find the journalism that you want. And just listen to us to get your opinions. <laughs> I'm going to push I that. I was going to say form your own opinion. No, no, no. Just regurgitate our opinions. All right. Just do what you already know how to do. We don't expect much. Just <laughs> spit ours out instead of the, the, the constant BS you hear from everyone else. I like to hear their opinions, though. I, I do like to hear their journalistic aspects and feedback from them. So I want to hear our opinion spit back at us. That's what I want. I don't. That's what I, I want. Just a group of people that agree with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even one of them. 
So on that topic, I, I or on that nope. section, I do want to let everybody know that we're going to be continuing moving forward with every other Friday. Yes. And we're going to probably get back on the topic of humor next time. That is a... Probably. It's going to happen. It's a large topic. It's going to be fun to cover. Um, might be a couple different episodes, I think. And other than that, I did want to, again, thank everybody for listening. I appreciate everybody, old and new, and enjoy. Bye-bye.